Hello and welcome to Christique, season two, episode six. I should probably have checked that before I started this recording. Well, season two anyway, I know that for sure. I'm on day seven of a water fast. Now, I can't exactly call it a water fast because... I've been having vitamins, you know, potassium pills. I've been taking some aspirin to get my blood pressure down. Just today I realized, and I watched some YouTube videos, that I should have been having like, I don't know, I should have been adding some salt to my water for the first few days. Apparently you lose a lot of salt when you start a fast. So I've been adding that into my water. And oddly, uh, unlike my other fasting, I think yesterday was my hardest day. Day six. I decided to shovel the driveway and added bonus, do a little cryotherapy as they call it. It might have been 19 degrees outside or less. Um, that's an American. Fahrenheit? I don't know what the Celsius is. Like right now, let me see. It's 18 degrees. Okay. It was negative four last night. Anyway, point is, that shoveling, and that was before I realized the whole salt thing. I was just feeling awful. My heart was going way too fast. Uh, uh, I don't know. Today's the Super Bowl. So, that's uh, basically a holiday. It's a pretty big food holiday. Get your chicken wings, get your beer, get your potato chips. Oh, I should say the weigh-in. I just weighed myself on the fancy Japanese scale, which I'm way too big for. It said, I, well, I forget the kilograms, but I punched those into Google. I think it was 93... 1.95 kilos or something like that. Whatever it came out to was 207 pounds. Now, that's still a tremendous amount of weight. That's 27 pounds down from December. And it's the 7th of February. But it's not... Like, I was probably... Well, maybe I was too... Maybe I was closer to 210 when I started this. Based on this other scale I use, I don't know, it says 205 sometimes, it says 200 sometimes. I'm hovering above 200. But now it's like, do I want to continue this for another, try another week? Or try how far I get before I start feeling weird? Or do I want to live like a human and eat food, which is, as I remember it, pretty delicious. The only flavors I have right now are salt and coffee. Uh, not too into the bitters, personally. Um, let's see, health-wise, yeah, I don't recommend fasting. It's definitely not for everyone. I do say, I look in the mirror, 
and I can definitely see a difference between when I started all this. Now the fasting is supposed to, as you lose weight, your body will kind of digest the skin and tighten everything all up. And supposedly, it's good for healing your wounds. I don't know. Maybe I'm not deep enough into it. I feel like I might have a really slow GI track or something. So I haven't lost my like bacteria layer yet, which you know, if you don't want to hear about that, I get it. If you want to know more, look up fasting and the things that happen to your body. Pretty strange. Mentally, I feel pretty good. I, uh, I beat my sister at this dexterity game. I think it's called Egyptian rat screw is the polite term for it. We always call it Katie wins because guess what? She always wins. Not this time. My ketones put me into another level. No, I barely won, but <laughs> maybe it's the fasting. Yeah, yesterday, not feeling, not feeling good. And I was getting hungry, which I had not really been at all. I was thinking about food, and I don't know if it's just a combination, or like, if it was the driveway, or adding salt in my body's like, oh yeah, there's a bunch of other stuff I need too. I'm not sure. But anyway, I guess I'll keep you in suspense. Because I'm keeping myself in suspense. Will I eat today? Super Bowl Sunday. Or will I say, nah, I don't need to eat for another week or two. Get some real results. I mean, I'm in this deep already. And if I don't have any, like, okay, if I feel as bad as I did when I shoveled the driveway, I'm definitely going to eat something. There's no reason to, like, be a tough guy when it comes to health stuff like this. <clears throat> I'm feeling better right now. Maybe it's the salt or the lack of physical exercise. That is probably the biggest bummer about fasting. You can't really work out in the same way. I don't know if you should work out at all. And of course that's going to lead to natural muscle wasting. Plus on top of that, your body's just getting stuff where it can which can increase the muscle wasting. So, we'll have more on that next week, and I guess that does it for the intro. Alright, do I need to get one of those uh, cheesy transitional songs um, for, for my different segments here? Living in video. I think that was a song. I probably can't even say that. Playtime. Anyway, my notes are not as good this episode. I did watch a lot of stuff um, on the notes here. I want to talk about a movie I watched last time and forgot to talk about. Johnny Mnemonic. And it takes place in 2021. So that was a fun little adventure. Their vision of the future. Is it drastically different? Yes. 
Does their internet look way cooler than our internet? Of course it does. There's neat stuff though, like he's a smuggler of information. And <laughs> he has a, he hides it in a, he has a dyslexia implant. So I'm like, oh wow, that's so close to like reality. I wonder if I can get that Neuralink that Elon Musk is putting to the pigs right now and uh, learn to spell. That'd be pretty cool for me. <sighs> you know, life imitating art. The movie's weird because it's one of those movies where I'm like, okay, this makes no sense. Why didn't Johnny Mnemonic shoot that guy who's been hunting him this whole time when he had the chance to just blast him? He's killed other people in the movie. That really irritated me, but the atmosphere is pretty fun. Ice-T is in it. Pretty great. There's this Bible thumper villain, which is a pretty neat thing. He's like cybernetically enhanced to the max. I wish there was more visual stuff to show his cybernetics. That's He's kind of like the Terminator, but pretty cool. Uh, yeah. And he, like, saves the world. He uploads the cure. He's basically like a WikiLeaks guy, I guess. For the cure of the new Black Death. It's a fun one to check out. I wouldn't, uh... I, I don't know. It's on one of those streaming apps, I'm sure. If you've never seen it, Check it out, just for the silliness. Oh my gosh, okay, I've been binging so hard this week. Utopia, which I guess is based on a comic book and then it had a British series and now it has an American series. I watched the American one. It's got Cusack, John, is it John Cusack? Anyway, he's great in it. Most of the people, most of the actors are spot on, and it is just a little bit different. Like, people die in this show that I did not expect to die. It's pretty gory. You gotta have a strong stomach, but I really dug it. And it leaves off on a pretty good cliffhanger y kind of, you know, tune in next season. Pretty cool. It's all about conspiracies. And it, it, it kind of mirrors today, interestingly. I mean, obviously, it's way out there. But it's also about a virus. And, yeah, and the virus was made by this company that's also making the vaccine. And it's pretty cool. Definitely check that out. It's on Amazon right now, I believe. <clears throat> I'm not a shill for Amazon. <laughs> I've also been <clears throat> trying to get into Clone Wars. It's a little <sighs> too kiddy for me, I guess. I don't know. After seeing Mandalorian, I like I want some more of that sort of Star Wars. I was talking to my friend about Star Wars, and he's like, "I'm just kind of over Star Wars." I'm like, "I kind of get that." Like, just make sci-fi that isn't Star Wars and you won't be shackled to this weird, like, Disney-fied 
I don't know. I mean, Star Wars was pretty Disneyfied before Disney bought it. Don't make me rant about Return of the Jedi. That's when I think the wheels started coming off. But anyway, I digress. There's more on the list. Um, I had the Disney Plus hooked up to my TV and I got the 4K. Do I notice a difference? No, because I'm watching a show that was made before 4K. I don't even know if it streams in 4K, the stupid Clone Wars. But I heard the last season of Clone Wars was really good. And then someone recommended The Rebels, which is another animated one. I couldn't find the cartoon. There was a Star Wars uh, hand, like hand-drawn style cartoon that, I don't know, I kind of prefer that to CGI. I don't know, they, they have their ups and downs. <clears throat> okay. At least the CGI looks sort of cartoony, which is good. They probably should have abstracted it more. Netflix, no, not Netflix. Pixar did this great one of their little shorts where it was CG, but it was like it looked so much like a cartoon and it was just artistically done different. I was like, why don't people experiment with more with CG? You either get like the incredible style cartoon CG or people trying to go for realism. I feel like there's not a whole lot in between. Maybe I haven't looked for it, but more different stuff. Easy for me to say, right? Okay. Watching some documentaries about hobos. Sometimes I get on the documentary kick. And this time there was one about riding the rails. And it made me a little sad because they start out in Portland, Oregon. And this is, of course, before all the craziness that happened there. Before I moved. I mean, this was... I think the footage is from 2013. And there's these young kids, you know, maybe early 20s, maybe mid-20s, some of them. And they're riding the rails. And they beg for money. And they spend it on drugs and alcohol. I mean, you know, they get themselves some toothbrushes and whatnot. And they just go from town to town. And they, some of them, they're like, this is the freest I could ever feel. And they're like, jobs are a joke, man. Fascinating. I don't know, I guess you'd really be living in the moment. Maybe. I don't think I would, actually. I don't think I could do that. I think it takes a certain type of... Well, this guy's dad was talking to him about it, and he's like, I just couldn't live with no, like, responsibility. But I think it's a little deeper than that. Because in a way, responsibility like grounds people and gives them some sort of purpose. I'm not, of course, glorifying riding the rails, hobo style. I like a nice shower. But I get that a lot of people are in a situation where they have to do a job that maybe doesn't pay them fairly. Maybe they don't even want to do it at all but the housing just keeps going up and up. What can you do? I'm gonna get more into my personal finance later in the episode, but for now, okay. 
I don't want to add more to Utopia because I don't want to spoil it. That was just such a fun ride. I binged it like crazy. Definitely check that out. Clone Wars, uh, I'm still waiting. It's got like eight seasons, 22 episodes a season. They're short, but it's kind of like I, I'm not the person who really likes to look at my phone during watching stuff. I think that takes you out of it. But for that show, until it picks up, I'm just kind of like checking my phone, checking my Google News. Yeah. Okay, so that's all I have written down. But I've also finally getting back to Mr. Robot, which is also streaming on Amazon. Once again, not a show. But it's pretty good. Now, a lot of people, I think, get, like, maybe turned off by the later seasons. And I don't want to spoil it because I'm not done with it yet. If you haven't seen it, I'll give you a chance to catch up. And I'll do a recap next time. I'm sure I'll be done with it because the binging just won't stop. The first season, I think, is a very palatable to everyone kind of narrative like oh here's the thing gotta do the mission you know will they pull off the mission will they get caught thrown in jail second season it becomes very like personal and in this guy's head and he's a bit i don't know what the delicate word is i don't want to say schizophrenic i don't want to use a blanket um i think he's multi personality dissociative something like that and it gets pretty deep into his mind. And there's some really fun episodes. I think the... Uh, I don't want to spoil it. The episode where he's living with his mom. I loved that one. When it all was revealed at the end, I was like, wow. That all makes so much sense. Okay. Stop talking about Mr. Robot until I watch it. We can talk about all the spoilers. Christian Slater's great in that. Is he great in everything? Possibly. He's also a producer. Whatever that means. Okay. Video games, um, it's been mostly gears, as usual. Trying to trying to uh Get Diamond Rank and Nasher, 2v2 Nash. It's not going so well. We're stuck at Onyx, level one, back to gold, back to Onyx. They are changing a bunch of stuff with gears. That's what's nice about playing a game that's like... Still relevant. I don't know if you caught that little edit there. I had a phone call come in and it interrupted everything. Okay. Phone's on silent. Very professional. Yeah, Gears is still relevant. They're still changing a lot of stuff. And they are it's become this sort of franchise machine where it's almost like a sports game. Kind of like Call of Duty. It's not as bad as Call of Duty, like new Call of Duty every year, but it's getting there. I'm glad they added a more story, even though I haven't delved into the new co-op story stuff. The High Busters campaign. Need to get back into the swing of that. 
because the gear story was really long, but it's this kind of like the last game didn't seem that consequential. Um, they did do cool stuff with Kate's character, and she would like have visions. But if you were playing online, the other characters didn't see those visions. So like I would just be standing still and they're like, are you okay, dude? And I'm playing the Kate character. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I'm just having a vision about murdering y'all. No big deal. Very fun element. Okay. Let's see. I don't have a Wii U anymore. And I don't think I'm, I don't think I'll get a Switch. Because like there should be a Switch in the house at some point like to review that new Smash Bros. I've played it a few times with people who ha owned it. I didn't do so well. I think I was pretty decent for an average person. Definitely not tournament level. Not the first one. But I feel like I could beat most people. At one of those Smash Bros anyway. Xbox Series X is still not available. Not sure I would spend that money right now. I might wait for, uh, you know, eventually they'll throw a game in there with it. They'll throw some sort of bundle or they'll have a special edition. That would be pretty sweet. Maybe a different color. It is probably time for an upgrade. Split screening really sucks the performance of my ancient Xbox. I'm not about to throw money into a computer at this point in time. So all the video cards are too expensive from all this cryptocurrency, cryptomania. Oh, but that does remind me. Dogecoin. My goodness. <sighs> okay. So my Dogecoin was up. And it had been, there had been lulls. And there was another Elon Musk tweet, and the Doge was up, and I was like, okay, it's up to five cents. Five cents and point seven, whatever. So I, I'm like, okay, I'll just take two grand out of it. That's 34,000 Dogecoin. Two grand. And then I'll have, that's more. No, that's all the money I ever put into it, right? Two grand. So I have that in hand. And not only was that Elon Musk quote, like last time Elon Musk did a quote, spiked up real high, dipped back down. It was down to the threes, even the twos for a while. But then some like rapper, I guess Snoop Dogg, some other rappers started bla uh, pumping up the doge today. <laughs> so now it's at seven. Now, I hedged my bets though. I still have much more dogecoin than that 34,000 I took out. Was it the wrong time to take out? In hindsight, yes. At the moment, no. Because, you know, I was kind of running out of funds. Mentally, anyway. It's not like I had bills due tomorrow that I couldn't pay, but I just needed some security. Financial security. It's kind of why I want to get some income so I won't make these rash decisions. So right now, that Dogecoin, if I took it out now, there'd be maybe an extra $700 difference on it. 
and that's only gonna increase if, if the price goes up. That's okay, because I still have like a hundred thousand Dogecoin. So if it goes to thirteen dollars miraculously, I am retired. We'll see. This is gonna be harder and harder to not pull out my money. <laughs> I think I'm in it for the long haul, though. Doge mania. Elon Musk, Elon Musk just put out a tweet not too long ago today. Who let the Doge out? <laughs> oh, Starlink. Now, of course, anything I say is not actual and financial advice. But when Starlink, if that IPO drops, I'm going to put as much money as I have into that IPO. Internet and space for the world. I mean, that could kind of compete with all... If a lot of people are just using basic internet, I don't know, dude. If the price comes down, there'd be like a third option. It seems like every town has like two major providers. And the prices aren't that good. Anyway. Still have a decent amount of doge. Still hope it goes up. I did, I mean, that's the thing, it could have just gone down. There could have been no more tweets about it, and then it could be back to, you know, me being broke. I need to get my financial situation in order. In a situation, and it's okay, I can coast for months now. And I have that two grand I could put in other currencies. I want to wait for the stimulus. Of course, I have to pay my taxes. That's going to be fun. Unemployment gave me nothing. The jerks. That's okay. And I'm not going to get the Alaska Permanent Fund dividend this year. Because you have to be in Alaska a full calendar year before you can apply, which is fair. And they're applying like right now, so... Missed out on that one. So that's another two grand or so I'm not going to get. I need to find a job that doesn't make me hate myself. But you know what? I'm fasting right now. I really can't be working. I'm just hoping Doge goes to the moon. The memes have been hilarious. Um, Elon Musk, please make me rich. And I wonder if uh, it would be a good idea right now to just find some random cryptocurrencies, put like a hundred bucks on ones that are worth a penny. Just wait 10 years. The financial long game. I think it was Warren Buffett said something like, the stock market is a system that gives inpatient people's money to patient people and I've kind of proven that because when I started with my doge I had 300,000 doge coins from my thousand dollars and I sold two-thirds of it basically no you know what I should have sold two-thirds of it I don't know what I was thinking I took it all out and then bought more of a slightly I mean, it's fractions of a cent, but still.
That was dumb. Why didn't I just sell two-thirds of it? Anyway, shouldn't have sold any of it in hindsight. But that spike was insane. And I think, hopefully, we're moving past the point of penny traders because I think the stock, not stock, sorry, the crypto, it seems to be leveling out. And then these people are jumping in and pumping more into it. I think the further we get from, you know, maybe once it goes to 10 cents, maybe it's getting less volatile. As every random jerk on the streets is just like, oh, I'll buy some Doge. I'll put a couple hundred bucks in a Doge. And I think slowly, I mean, what do I know about economic theory? Slowly, I think the whole Doge tide will rise. And then, It'd be nice to retire without having to work, wouldn't it? It's such an insane feeling when the doge goes up. I can't really describe it. Okay, I think that's it for me. And I'll catch you guys next time.